0: Bible Coffee Talk with the Hoffmans.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to Bible Coffee Talk with the Hoffmans. I'm Allie Hoffman and Justin is here beside me. Say hi, honey. Hi, honey. (laughs) We have a really good episode for you today. Uh, But before we continue, I just need to turn this entire podcast over to the Lord for his blessing and approval. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you. We ask you to fellowship with us, to join us as we talk to our listeners and we share your word, Lord. I ask that every word that comes out of Justin's mouth and my mouth be pleasing to you, Lord. And I ask that this message reach all the people that you want to hear it and so that they have the truth. We ask you for these things and we thank you for all your goodness and all the ways you look after us and take care of us, Lord. In your beautiful and precious name, Jesus, amen.
0: Amen.
1: So what are we drinking today, honey?
0: Uh, we're making, or we're drinking uh, homemade ice caps. <laughs> and uh, why don't you tell the listeners how you make them? Because I, I don't make them myself.
1: It is so good. So I brew a pot of maple flavored coffee. You can use any kind of flavor. Um, I put the cream and the sugar in, and I stir it, and I put it in the fridge and let it get cold. Once it's cold, I put it in a blender with a whole bunch of ice cubes and blend, and voila. I have ice cap and it is delicious.
0: Yeah, it is. It's really good. I've, I've yeah. had uh, many ice caps in my time from Tim <laughs> Hortons, and uh, this hey. is this is very very close to the actual ice cap that you get in the restaurant.
1: Better, it's like a coffee crisp you're drinking. Yeah, so
0: yeah, it is. It's really good.
1: So, what is our topic on today, darling?
0: Well, today we're doing kind of a hot topic amongst Christians. This uh, topic of the Rapture.
1: Ooh, mm-hmm. the rapture. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so, like, I mean, the, the whole reason of doing this today is because I've kind of had a transition myself. And, like, I just want to share how I've come to the realization that the rapture is a true thing. It's not something that's made up. It's not something that you that you can't find in Scripture. It's, it's clear as day that it's there. And, you know, Jesus is the truth, the life, and the way. So anything that is in the Word of God is going to be absolute truth
1: if I can just interject that Mm -hmm. so many people say the rapture isn't included in the Bible and it actually is and the people that say that have blinders over their eyes and it's only when you ask the Holy Spirit to take those blinders off I mean you're meant to see something when the Holy Spirit wants you to see something and excuse me, so when you are reading the Bible and something's complicated and you, you take a break and you ask the Holy Spirit to help you and you go back and read it it will make more sense
0: you okay. It does. And I, I kind of went through this deciphering process when I became a born-again Christian I was an atheist for years. And it was the Holy Spirit that did it in me. And I see that and with witnessing to a lot of atheists lately that it's not going to be me that's going to lead them to Jesus. It's going to be the Holy Spirit that waters those seeds that I've planted in them. And I, I came through this process, too, of deciphering the truth and where I could walk outside. And then now now I walk outside and I see the evidence of God everywhere. Everywhere. Everywhere in the sky and the mountains and the sun the moon and and like the different vegetables and fruits that are for our bodies and so for me I went through a deciphering process and I did that with the rapture recently too and it's been a, quite a revelation for me and and the first scripture that I'm going to read today that kind of just gets us started on this topic is from John 14:3 and it says and if I go and prepare a place for you I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am.
1: That's great scripture. Yeah, it That is, is really, really great. Mm-hmm. Can, I just want to also jump in for, <laughs> for sure. a second. Yeah, yeah. Um, you and I met talking about the rapture. Yeah, yeah. and And you were unclear about it. And I was sharing with you because I had done a lot of research on... The rapture, the culture, the customs of Galilean mm-hmm. uh, weddings, and and their the way they spoke to each other, and the way they dressed, and the way they they honored you know their their brides, and how they the brides honored the grooms. Um, right.
0: and ironically, like for our listeners who don't know how we met, like she had shared a a post on the Galilean wedding, and that was one of the first things I remember ever reading. That you posted, and the first time I ever heard your name, really, that I can remember, on Facebook. Right. And I read that, and it was it was just so profound. And I went into your profile, and I found your testimony. You had posted your testimony, and I remember I had my kids that night, and they were sleeping. So I was like, you know, I don't have anything better to do, so I'll go. I'll go ahead and I'll listen to her testimony, uh, because the thing about the Galilean wedding was so profound. I had to, and and I was literally in tears this 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 wonderful woman of God shared her what? heart she shared her heart and her struggles and her pain that she's been through and and just everything that she went through i could totally identify with is what it was and i've listened to her testimony a couple times since then and every time i listen to it I cry my eyes out. I laugh. There's there's points in it that are funny and points that are just absolutely the hand of God in our life working in her life. There's no denying it. Oh, and you just it's it's just it touched my heart so much and we really connected on that. And the first thing that we really talked about was this Galilean wedding.
1: Right. Yeah. And you you had a lot of unanswered questions. Mm-hmm. And I remember that. And so when, when I shared with you what I had researched and i had delved into it quite extensively yeah. and when we had talked um it did open your eyes but there was a little part of you that was uh, i was iffy. skeptical yeah right. i'm i'm a natural <clears throat> skeptic so, and you had yeah. gone on like youtube and watched some videos and i think mm-hmm. somebody else on a on a different video that you had watched, kind of planted the seed of doubt in your mind about you know the Rapture's false and it's a false no. doctrine. And I kept saying to you, it's not. And you're like, well, show me. And I'm like, I've I've would spend literally you and I would have like these great big um, discussions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I would show you parts in the Bible, the same ones that you're yeah. reading now, but. The veil of deception was over your eyes. You refused to see it. And it was only Mm. when I would pray for you, we would pray together, Mm. um, that the veil was removed. And then the same scriptures I had shown you, it was like (gasps) the light bulb went off. You know, the Holy Spirit was shining, and you could see the truth you know there's certain you 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 hear these people that say you know the word bible isn't in the bible and the word trinity isn't in the bible and the word suicide isn't in the bible just because the actual words aren't in the bible bible doesn't mean that the act itself or the person itself isn't isn't in the bible yeah
0: well i mean well where i was coming from and where a lot of these people are coming from is the fact that Jesus spoke about this event and it mm-hmm. is clearly the rapture and so did Paul right. but neither of them really speak about the second coming where it's more spoken about throughout Revelation through Daniel he talks mm-hmm. about this this tribulation and this second coming where, where you know these things that Jesus and Paul spoke of is for the church it's for us to know it's for those who give their life to Jesus who repent of their sin whose name is written in the Lamb's book of life and like like, here's the two scriptures that really threw me for a loop when I when I first thought about the rapture. And the first one is Matthew 24, 30 to 31. And Jesus says, Then will appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then all the peoples of the earth will mourn when they see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send his angels with a loud trumpet call, and they will gather his elect from the four winds from one end of the heavens to the other. Well now Paul is saying the exact same thing in 1 Thessalonians 4:16 to 18 where he says for the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command with the voice of the archangel and with the trumpet call of God and the dead in Christ will rise first after that we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air and so we will be with the Lord forever therefore I encourage one another with these words so they're both talking about the same event but you can't take scripture out of context we've said that before on this podcast don't cherry pick you don't cherry pick scripture you <laughs> to read it all to understand because if you read that you'd think well we'd have to go through the tribulation and that, that that's an event that happens after. That's Jesus' second coming, but it's not. He's clearly talking about the rapture. And how we know that is Daniel tells us, in, in the book of Daniel, 12, to 2 Daniel says, And at that time, Michael, the great prince who protects your people, will arise. There will be a time of distress, such as has not happened from the beginning of nations until then. But at that time... your people, everyone whose name is found written in the book, Mm -hmm. will be delivered. So that, that tells you right there. That's a promise of God that we will not endure the tribulation. And we can go through the book of Daniel. We can find many things, multiple, about, multiple things, multiple verses that indicate that there will be a great tribulation. But there's many promises that tell us that we won't have to endure that time. And that's one of them that the, the floodgates just open for me because there there's nothing... in in God's Word that isn't truth, because He is the truth. His Word is Him, and God is His Word. There's scripture that says that. Right. And it has to be truth, and God can't lie. So there's no way we would go through the tribulation. And I think we are really on the brink of the rapture happening right now.
1: That's funny you should say Mm -hmm. that, because I've gotten a lot of feedback from a lot of uh, brothers and sisters in Christ who have reached out to me and said... I feel it in my spirit it's like an yeah. impending you know trip coming up or you're just you're excited for the trip you know it's coming it's it's on the cusp it's like right there you're almost at that that moment of departure that excitement that's what they feel that's what's in my spirit it's like I know I'm not here long I feel it my spirit feels it and I love it in the Bible where it mentions something so profoundly in multiple places yeah. to validate God god's word and what he's saying i mean you have these these people who try to negate god's word by saying you know the rapture is not real doesn't say it in the bible you know god's not going to take the church out of the of his coming wrath he will protect them through it um just like noah he didn't take noah out he put noah in an ark and had him go through the floods that was a totally separate event. Mm-hmm. It's like the days of Noah, but the, the circumstances behind it um, are different. Noah had to stay because Noah had to repopulate the earth. We don't have to stay because we're not, in, um, we're not supposed to repopulate the earth. The earth, it will be done. It's on its way to being destroyed. So there's no you know, reason for us to procreate to repopulate the earth. Noah had to. So that's why God couldn't remove him. He had to put Noah through the flood. And (laughs) I I just, I don't like it when people cherry pick the Bible to suit their their own opinions. Like your opinion is is great. But when you're taking it against the Bible, uh, for me, that's a big no-no. I don't want to hear your opinion. Uh, I want to hear biblical fact.
0: Yeah, and, and we don't just have biblical fact, but we have solid evidence in our world today yep. that we're on the cusp of the rapture happening happening any time. And I mean, like, the Euphrates River is a good example of that. If you if you just go ahead and search up on YouTube videos of the Euphrates River and look at it, it is dry. It is, it is near the point where there is no water left in it. And there's scripture in Revelation that says when the Euphrates River dries up, then the demons will be set loose from that river. There's four demons that are, like, imprisoned in that river. They'll be set loose, and a third of the earth will be destroyed. Well, like the scripture I just read in Daniel, like, God will remove us from that tribulation. He's not going to allow us to die during that time, you know, and I mean, like, you look at Luke 17, it says, in verse 34, it says, I tell you, on that night, two people will be in one bed, one will be taken, the other left, Two women will be grinding grain together. One will be taken and the other left. And a brother in Christ said to me lately, like, how is that going to happen during the tribulation? During the worst time on our planet, there's going to be people grinding at the mill and working at their jobs? When when it, there's other scriptures in Revelation that says they're going to head for the mountains, it's going to be such a horrendous okay. time. People Fans, are not going to be plagues. working during that time. No.
1: <laughs> but the other thing is, is though... Um, the whole, God's not going to let his elect go through his wrath, suffer his wrath. That negates the whole purpose of Jesus dying on the cross so that we're saved. Right. I mean, if I can just read a, a scripture here, it's in uh, Revelation 6, verse 11. Um, it says, And white robes were given unto every one of them, and it was said unto them that they should rest yet a little season until their fellow servants and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. So it talks about, you know, we, the elect, will be given white robes. Now if you skip over to chapter 9 in Revelation, verse 9, it picks up and says, After this I beheld, and lo, a great multitude which no man could number, of all the nations and kindreds and peoples and tongues stood before the throne and before the lamb clothed with white robes and palms in their hands, it mentions the white robes it's it's very clear who the Bible is talking about it 's not talking about just anybody or some people it's talking about his elect mm-hmm. and I, I remember when my, my dad first taught uh, my sister and I this many many years ago. Um, He had said, you know, the the way the Bible is, and I'm going to explain it to you in layman's terms. So there are going to be people that die. See, heaven and hell, no one's in heaven and no one's in hell. Everybody's sleeping. So when Jesus comes back to rapture his church, those who are dead, believing in Christ when they died, will be raptured caught up with jesus in the air and those who are alive who haven't died who believe in jesus will be caught up in the air with jesus as well we will be removed at that time and that's when the tribulation starts Mm -hmm. that's when the seven years of the worst i mean you can't even begin to imagine it i mean you think it's bad now That there's you know uh, food shortages and there's like cattle you know dying all over and there's war and there's bitterness and there's riots and there's you know shootings all over if you think that's bad that is (laughs) that's nothing compared to what's coming so there's seven years of this terrible terrible tribulation now those who are left um, this is it. This is the last lifeboat that's that's that you have available. You better ship up because if you don't come to Christ during this time, that's it for you. Ship there, up there or is, ship out. Yeah, there is no <laughs> other you know chance to get into heaven. That's and right. and again, a, a brother in, in Christ had said to me, you know, like this is the the last chance. You know, people will see. You know, there's a rapture that's just occurred. You know, my my mother said that, or my sister said that, or I've heard that. It's not an alien abduction. It's God rapturing his church. They will see what's going on. And they will have heard the stories of Jesus rapturing his church. And these are the ones that will have to, as sad as it is, and this is exactly what he said in his very own words, sad as it is, they will have to pay in their blood. They will die. Now, those people, those martyrs who have died for Jesus, by not taking the mark of the beast, when Jesus Christ comes back, the second coming. Those of us who have been raptured, who have our white robes, will be championing behind Jesus on white horses in our white robes, as His army to rule and judge those who have been left behind during the tribulation. Mm-hmm. Now, when those people are are, um, it, it's at that time that God will um, judge righteously. Right. You know, yeah. and and. I, I just I can't reiterate enough that the Bible is very clear on this. And when you get these people that literally go through and say, Well that's not true and, and it doesn't say this and you know, uh so how do you have a you have a secret rapture but it says every eye will see and every tongue will confess. Well, you know, how is it a secret rapture if there's a trumpet that's trumpet blaring? God, yeah. And I said to you, Well, uh only Christians will we'll understand and appreciate this. I hear the Holy Spirit. Now, to anybody else who doesn't believe in Jesus Christ, when I say that, I sound like I've, you know, lost the plot, like I'm crazy. But I hear the Holy Spirit in my spirit, in my my subconscious. He speaks to me, and, and I know his voice, and I know his voice because I'm his. Mm-hmm. Now, those who don't know jesus who don't belong to him that don't have a personal relationship with him that don't Mm. repent they won't they don't hear the holy spirit so that trumpet that's gonna that's gonna sound and and blow Mm -hmm. they're not gonna hear it but i am because it's it's meant for me yeah
0: like one thing we want to really get clear is it's because our names are written in the lamb's book of of life Life. that's why we're going to hear it and Anyone's name can be written in that book and that's why Jesus hasn't returned yet, because there's there's room in that book for you. If you're a fallen sinner, if you if you've done the worst things in your life, you can still be forgiven for your sins. That's why Jesus died on the cross for our wretched sins. Yep. We are wretched sinners. We're no better than you are. Everybody you know, is. Everybody is. Yeah, no I don't care if you're
1: anyone. a murderer, a homosexual, mm-hmm. if you're a thief, if you're a liar, if you're an adulteress, if you're a fornicator, if you're a doesn't matter. If you come to know jesus christ and repent and 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 i'm talking not just i'm sorry and you go out and do it again like yeah, the like catholics, catholics do, do. yeah <laughs> uh, you know where they go to confession they're like father forgive me you know it's been so long since i've sinned we'll do you know five hail marys and whatever a couple our fathers and then before you know it um they're, they've done that and it's like, ooh, okay so now what can I do? Let's go out it's and fornicate. It's a vicious
0: cycle when, you, when you're a Catholic because what you're doing is you're constantly falling into sin because we all do yep. without the Holy Spirit sanctifying us and helping us with our sin getting us out of that sin we we're we're just going to keep doing it so they keep going back to the priest confessing their sin and they keep sinning and they're they're like you know i don't want to do it anymore i'm done because i'm just going to sin anyways and that's 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 religion religion that's what religion is christianity being a born-again christian all things have become new, you're a new creation in Christ. That means the Holy Spirit can sanctify your sin and I know a lot of people don't want to hear that these days because they're very comfortable in their sin but they don't realize that, that sin is destroying them and it's dragging them hell and that's the reason why their name isn't written in the Lamb's Book of Life Amen. and they will inherit hell. Amen. They will not inherit the kingdom of heaven.
1: And and too many times people are so comfortable in the flesh. Yeah. You know, it's, it's easier to brush it under the rug, pretend it's not there, or to think, and you know, I've done this myself, you know, you think you are too far gone, that you've done something that God will never forgive you for. And I'm here to tell you right now that it, whatever you've done, whatever you think God won't forgive you for, those are lies from Satan. Jesus' arms are open. That's why he hasn't come back, is because this message needs to be preached to everyone, all over the world. And right now, Satan is, is his agenda is to steal, kill, and destroy. He is deceiving so many people with false doctrines. You know, the prosperity gospel, the name it and claim it, you know, gospel, this, you know, Yeshua uh, gospel that's going around, and and so many, the apocrypha uh, gospel, so many people are...
0: The lie of homosexuality, that love is love. Like, we've watched so many videos of Men of God witnessing to homosexual people, showing them love, and they just swear at them. There's so much hatred in their hearts because they're so confused about their identity, who they are. And the thing is, you are not born this way, like Lady Gaga would make you think. You're not born gay. No one is. It is a choice, and that's why there's so many that are able to get away from that horrible... Horrible lifestyle, that thing that's a uh, total—that's right, you know, uh, abomination unto God. You can get out of that lifestyle with the Holy Spirit. Anything that you think that you're stuck in, whether it's a drug addiction, whether it's alcoholism, whether it's homosexuality, where you think you are stuck. Or, or you don't see a way out of it, the Holy Spirit can help you out of that. And you can repent, you can give your life to Jesus, and you can be written in the Lamb's Book of Life in heaven. And there's one scripture that really indicates that. It's Revelation 3.5. It says, He that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white raiment, white raiment And I will not blot blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. And that is just a message of hope right there. No matter what you're going through, if you repent of your sins and you trust in Jesus like you trust in a parachute, if you're on a plane and your plane is going to go down and you don't know it's going down, if you have a parachute, isn't it better because you know your life is safe? Well, it's the same thing with salvation, with with repenting and trusting in Jesus like you trust in the parachute because that's what that's what it is it's it's like a parachute when you're jumping out of a plane that is crashing and we're in a world that is is quickly going to crash and destroy and it's already destruction all around us
1: you look at these these countries like Taiwan and Korea and and India and all these other countries you know uh, from where you are Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter where you are, but from from any other country in the world, there are false religions. And these false religions have their their statues. They have, you know, Shiva, they have, you know, Buddha, mm-hmm. Muhammad. I mean, Muhammad, they, yeah, you, yeah. you name yeah. it. There's just there's too many to name. Um, but they're all made out of clay and cement and gold and different irons. And none of them are going to save you. None of them. If there were a flood, if there was a fire, these so-called idols would melt or burn. They would be destroyed. How is that a God? They're not. There is only one Savior. Nobody else can claim that. Muhammad isn't the Savior. Allah isn't the Savior. Shiva's not the Savior. Jesus Christ is the Savior. He's the one that saves. He's the only Redeemer? His name is Jesus
0: Christ, not Yeshua, Hamashiach,
1: Because he redeems (laughs) you. He will redeem whatever sin you've done. He will claim you back. And he's done that by the sacrifice he made on the cross, by spilling his blood, by being nailed to that cross and taking your sin debt onto himself.
0: Yeah. Amen.
1: Bridging the gap between hell and heaven. You can go to heaven. Whatever you've done, it's, you know, just, just know All you have to do is call it on the name of Jesus and repent, turn away. And it's, repenting isn't just saying, sorry, it's not what it is. It's heartfully, wholly, you know, just being so moved by what Jesus did on the cross and asking for forgiveness and making a change, giving up the sins that you are enjoying, you know, the addictions, the, the, the wickedness the perversions giving it up and saying i can't do this i've been doing this for so many years i i just i can't stop i i can't give it up it's i'm in too deep i that's why the bible says you know you can do all nothing by yourself but you can do all, all things, things through jesus christ, christ, christ. that's yeah. right so you aren't able to quit and there's many times you know a smoker tries to quit and they can't and they so many times and they can't i've been there myself i've done Me it too, twice. you know and yeah. there's other people who have you know tried to quit drugs and they can't they go to rehab over and over and there's alcoholics that have tried to quit drinking and they've gone to you know betty ford or you know wherever uh alcoholics anonymous and they've fallen off the wagon you're never going to be able to do it by yourself the only way you're able to do it is through jesus christ whatever it is whatever sin you think you're in too deep for turn to Jesus. He will forgive you and he will wash you clean, whiter than snow. I mean, have you ever done something, you've had a really bad fight, you've said some really bad things and you've gone in the shower and you've kind of tried to scrub that dirt, that filthiness off you, but you've always felt dirty afterwards. When you ask Jesus for forgiveness and you've genuinely, you know, empathically asked him for forgiveness, there is no dirty feeling because you're washed in His blood.
0: Yeah, you're washed in His blood and you're washed clean of your sin through the sanctification of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And I'm evidence of that. You know, I I have been addicted to pornography. I've been addicted to alcohol, drugs, cigarettes, you name it, movies at one point I was addicted to, watching movies constantly. And the only thing that helped me with all that sin is the Holy Spirit. Every time I tried to do it on my own, I could not get rid of it and I never would have. If it wasn't for the anointing of the Holy Spirit sanctifying me, it was the it was the hand of God in my life getting rid of that sin. It wasn't my ability. Grace is God's ability working through Amen. you to overcome those things that you can't overcome on your own.
1: Amen. And so that's the whole purpose of the cross is that Jesus died to take whatever sin you're in, whether it's if you're into you know. Um, witchcraft, if you're into the occult, if you're a Satanist, if you're an atheist, if you're agnostic, if you're somebody who is an alcoholic, you know, into drugs, into pornography, into, you know, homosexuality or the LGBTQ, you know, perversions, if you're into you know, if you've had multiple abortions, if you've, you know, stolen or lied, you know, just terribly. What whatever it is, murder. If you call it on the name of Jesus, you are new. From that moment, new. Your old self, whatever you've done in the past, is gone. Now, I'm not saying that whoever you've hurt in the past from whatever you've done is going to forgive you. They should. We're human. But Jesus isn't just any regular Joe. He is the Savior of the world, He is the Son of God. He will forgive you. And from that moment on, when you ask for forgiveness, you are new. So when he does come back, and this gets back to, I'll tie it right back around to the the rapture. rapture. Um, So when he does come back, when that trumpet sounds, you're not going to be like the lost sheeple that blindly walk around like, what happened? You will have heard the trumpet. Mm -hmm. You will be caught up in the air. And anybody in your life who has died, whether it's a loved one or a friend or whoever, and they were... Believing in Jesus Christ, you will see them again. Can you imagine? Picture for just a second. You and I, honey, have had this talk before where I said, Imagine the Lamb's Supper, the Lamb's Feast, going up to heaven and seeing not just past loved ones and friends that you know have died and you've been without for years and years. But people who've been in the Bible, like Mary Magdalene and Noah, Moses,
0: Solomon, Solomon,
1: David. Yeah, yeah, Paul, Abraham. you know, all these, the 12 disciples, you will see them all and you can hear their testimony and hear their stories, not just from reading it in the Bible, but you'll hear it from their actual mouths as they tell the story of what they went through, you know, the, the three boys that were put into the... Shadrach, um,
0: Meshach, and Abednego. Thank you, darling, yeah, yeah. In,
1: into the fiery furnace. Right. You can hear from them, you know, what it was like to be in there. Mm-hmm. Or Daniel in the lion's den, mm-hmm. you know, how mm-hmm. afraid he was. Or David as he was stood there facing down, you know, Goliath and, and yeah. what fear must have been through through his body. Mm-hmm. Those are the people we're going to see. And how wonderful that we'll be able to spend not just forever, but eternity. And I I forget who I heard it from where somebody said, eternity is like taking every grain of sand from the Sahara Desert. And each grain of sand is a thousand years. Now, once you get through the entire Sahara Desert, move on to the Arizona Desert. And then from there, move on to the Gaza Desert. And from there, move on to every beach and every shoreline, every island, all over the world, and every grain of sand, and every sandbox, even that, that you collect, each grain is a thousand years. And that doesn't even cover how How long eternity is, because yeah. it goes beyond that
0: mm-hmm. absolutely, and like the one thing that we 're trying to get through is that you know whatever you 're going through right now, like now is the time to repent. We say this over and over again because if if you had to spend five seconds in hell and you knew what hell was hell isn 't this thing that we've seen in TV shows and movies where you know it's a big party and Satan's throwing the big party and mm. he's the champion and they're the you know the ruler ruler of hell. That's that's not at all what hell is hell is the most decrepit dark place. It's complete darkness mm-hmm. and you you can not even fathom it. I I can't fathom it. You can't fathom it. No. Because we have always been in the presence of God. God is omnipresent. That means he is always with us in spirit. We don't see him because he is a spirit, but he is with us. Even if you and, reject him, he's still there. And if you there. reject him, he's still there. And that's the thing about hell is that it's a complete lack of the presence of God. And you can never know what that is. But like Jesus said, the road to hell... Is, is very wide and there will be many that will go down to it.
1: Highway to hell.
0: And the road to heaven is very narrow and very few will travel through it. And I mean, not many will be written in the Lamb's Book of Life and it's really a choice. God gives us that choice because He loves us. And I just want to read one more scripture for our podcast here that really outlines what we're trying to say in this podcast and it's from Revelation 20, 12 to 15. It says, And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God and there it is folks i mean if if you don't repent and you don't give your heart to jesus and and you don't follow you know the cross you don't you don't take up your cross and follow christ every day right now it's the time is short and we're about to go through the worst time that you can possibly imagine just like you can't imagine what hell is like you can't possibly imagine what this tribulation will be like that is coming on the earth and it's fastly approaching our form right
1: now. Tomorrow's not promised. Yeah. Nothing is promised. You could go to sleep tonight. You could wake up in the morning and, and eat your, your breakfast and have a heart attack. You could walk outside, get hit by a car. Nothing is promised. I would hate to die. Yeah. not having jesus christ in my life no, not right. knowing no, jesus no. christ because if that happens there is no second chance you do not get a chance to repent if you have died in your sin died in your wickedness died in your addictions died without having jesus christ there is no other way as the world and satan would have you believe that there's many ways to to heaven and many ways there's to not, salvation one way.
0: jesus christ that's, that's it, it.
1: That's it. It's only Jesus Christ. And if you die not knowing him, you will be without him. You will be out without him. There, There is no ifs, ands, or maybes. And a lot of people think, like you said, that, that hell is this great big party destination and I'll see my friends and we'll whoop it up and, and, you know, hell is the worst place you can imagine. Like you said, it's just darkness, but I talked to you about this before when I said it's It goes beyond darkness. It's outer darkness. Now, there's darkness, but then there's complete outer darkness. It's without Jesus, who is the light of the world. It's torment. It's anxiety. It's fear. It's every fear you have, every nightmare you have, every anxiety you have is just...
0: Magnified in hell.
1: Exponentially. I mean, it is... It's just... It's crazy. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I just want to say, you know... Don't die in your sins, you know. Everybody says, you know, I'll get to it later, or I just I got some things to do, and then maybe later I'll just have a couple minutes with with the Lord. And-
0: or I said a prayer one time, so I'm saved, I'm covered, you know, which is something that Joel Osteen and a lot of people will tell you that sinners, you know, prayer. you say this little prayer with me at the end of the episode, and you're covered. Well, you're not because Jesus said that He will spit out the lukewarm, and that you know if if He didn't know you, you're going to hear the words. Depart from me, you evil doer. I've never known you because this is about a relationship with the Lord. And when you develop this relationship with the Lord, you see Him in every area of your life, you see Him working in your life, and it is just miraculous. Yeah, and it changes your life, it's completely life changing. Like, I always say that my very, very best day as an atheist cannot compare to my worst day as a Christian because I am just. I'm full of joy on my worst day. You know, I can go to the Lord and I can fall on my knees and I can ugly cry (laughs) my eyes out. Like, just completely just let it out. And the Lord washes me clean and, and gives me peace and joy in my heart. So, yes, it is about repenting for your sin so that we don't have to go to the lake of fire. You know, but it's also about God touching your heart and turning you into a new creation in Christ.
1: I've often said it this way. You're given a ticket. Jesus is handing you a ticket, a lottery ticket. It's the winning ticket. Amen. Why would you turn it down? Mm-hmm. You know, he's offering you, like you said, a parachute. The plane yeah. is going down. He's offering you a parachute to save your life. The boat. The boat is, is going under fast. It's You're going to drown. Get on the lifeboat. You know, these Jesus is trying to get your attention. And that's why so many people, so many Christians are trying to share the gospel. And a lot of people are like... It's just been crammed down my throat. And you know what? There's going to come a time, if you die in your sins, every moment that you denied Jesus, every time you shunned a Christian who tried to share the gospel, will be played out in your mind over and over and over and over. And you'll have eternity to hate yourself for not accepting the free gift of salvation. Yeah. And it's not... Right now, Like that's why the rapture hasn't happened yet, is because the, the gospel has to be shared to everybody in the world. And right now Satan is doing his damnedest to get the false gospel out there. The mm-hmm. one world religion, you know, this unity, you know, uh, faith that's going around, and that's not the gospel. This opera, false doctrine. Yeah, yeah, you know, the, the Catholic church, you know, Jesus, that is not Jesus Christ. That's the world's version of Jesus Christ. When the true Messiah when the true son of God is shared to everyone in the world and that's happening pretty fast because typically these days everybody has a a radio they have a cell phone they have a computer they have a TV they have a satellite they have something you know a newspaper to keep them in the loop in yeah. the know something some way the gospel will be spread to everyone and we're nearly there
0: we're nearly there and honestly I gotta say I am so sick of people saying that Christianity is Catholicism, that being a Catholic is the same as being a Christian. Yeah. It is not, and I think we may have to do a podcast maybe to really open up that and talk about how there is no comparison at all. That it is completely different. The false that prophet. Catholicism is the false prophet that, you know, it's it's talked about in the book of Revelation, how it is the, the false prophet. And, of- and the oh. wickedness, and it's 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 a, a disgusting religion, is what it is, and it holds oh, like you. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Ugh, I'm disgusted by them. I ah well, uh, uh, the uh, still, I tell you, I'm done with them. bunch of idiots.
1: <laughs> Don't die in your sin. Don't. You have a choice. God gave you free will, free choice. You know, you can reject Jesus. That's totally up to you. If you don't want to hear this podcast, the option is to turn it off. And if you don't want to hear Christian preaching Jesus Christ, the option is walking away. But with every choice you make, there are consequences to the choices you make. And the consequence to denying Jesus Christ, therefore, is hell. Yeah. And unfortunately, yeah. That's, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Jesus, God didn't give his son Jesus to die for anybody. You know, he didn't give his son, you know, to, to die on the cross painfully and humiliate him for the angels. And mm-hmm. a third of the angels left. You know, j- Satan's very jealous because, you know, why do the humans get, you know, this this gift and, and we didn't? Yeah. Um, and
0: those angels aren't in hell. They're they're roaming the earth
1: seeking no. souls
0: to, des- no. to devour, so...
1: Yeah. Uh, Satan and the fallen angels are going to be hell's first prisoners. They are, they are yeah, not tormentors. Absolutely. They don't have you know free access to come and go into hell. They're not there They're yet. They're not either. sitting on a throne. Yeah. They're not you know uh, torturing people. That's not how their demise works. That's they right. will be yeah. thrown in in just as much horrific pain Worse. and Worse suffering. Worse than anyone. Worse yep. than anyone. Yeah. Um, it's it's just. They're lies from the devil, you know. And and really, get in the Bible, get in the Word. The Apocrypha is not the Bible. It's not any other book other than the Bible, the King James Version Bible. What did we say? We found out that there's four thousand different versions of the Bible, mm-hmm. uh, and most of them, it was like what ninety or ninety three percent, ninety four percent of those are Catholic inspired bibles yeah
0: yeah absolutely and, and i mean the catholic church or the protestants don't there's another thing that we'll probably talk about in yeah. our catholic podcast we'll, yeah we'll, we'll expose protestants <laughs> Protestants too as well because they're exactly the same and they claim <laughs> to have taken the apocrypha out of the, the bible's canon but that's not true because god has more power he overpower overpowers and he usurps any authority that the catholic church yep. has so that wouldn't happen he's he's left these particular books these 66 books in our our modern bible for us to read and there's a reason they're in English and there's a reason that the the word Yahweh the word Abba Yeshua any of those false names that they are using for the Messiah is just a tool of the devil so that you don't realize that the one that died for your sins is Jesus Christ and only Jesus Christ
1: amen (laughs) amen get in the word get in the word and and reject you know the the lies that Satan throws at you because right now he is desperate to yank as many believers away from, from Jesus Christ. And that's exactly what the Bible said would happen, that the love of many would grow cold. There are so many believers fighting with each other and and, you know, hating each other and blocking each other and swearing at each other and, and you know, coming to, to you know, fisticuffs, fist fights and uh it's it's terrible. The love Let, of many
0: will grow cold
1: let the fruit of the spirit show you will know them by their fruit you can Amen. disagree with the christian without getting nasty without getting belligerent without getting rude agree to disagree and move on. You can still love each other. And hopefully the Holy Spirit will open both their eyes so that they can see the truth, come together, and yet still be kingdom brothers and sisters.
0: Amen. Amen. The the
1: time is running short. It really, really is. We're not in the last days. We're not in the last week or the last hour. We're in the last seconds. We we are are so close. I would hate for anybody. Like, I don't want anybody, even the people that, you know, once upon a time that I really disliked and I had Held held in my heart hatred, and there's been a few people. I don't want them to go to hell. I don't want anybody to go to hell because I've read the Bible, and even though I've read the end where, you know, Jesus Christ comes and those who are his are saved there are so many people that are not going to be saved and just because you think you're a good person if you don't know jesus christ that goodness isn't going to save you
0: and like what ali said earlier about how you know everyone says oh these christians keep jamming the gospel down my throat well it's not us christians it's god trying to wake up a fallen world he's trying to get through to everyone in this world and many are just stubborn and they don't see it they're just blind There, You know, they've got the blinders on their eyes. And there's even a scripture that says that that God will send a great delusion in the last days. And it's definitely, definitely there today. And there's just, like I say, so many like physical evidence and proof that we are very near the rapture. There's no doubt about it. And this tribulation, you don't want to be here in this earth when that happens.
1: No, it's it's getting sick. I mean, it is so bad already. And it's going to get progressively worse. I mean, I, I was reading... You know, in the news that there's a uh, possible war and they're sending, you know, these warships, you know, to, to, um, uh, where was it? It was in Asia somewhere. I war and
0: rumors of war. Like, like, it's, Another it's thing terrible. that Jesus said. And like, I mean, there's just proof wow. so so prevalent today in our world that it's just shocking. Literally, like, the, like the, you know, those people that are in our group, we have a group on Facebook called Iron Sharpens Iron. Yep. Like, go on YouTube and search the Euphrates River and look at how it's drying up and look at the scripture in Revelation that says what will happen when the Euphrates River dries up. Look at the things in our world that Jesus named off, like earthquakes, famine, pestilence. Like, our food is more expensive now than it's ever been and there's, there's you know an outpouring of famine in our world yep. and in, because of inflation the food is just skyrocketed recently and everything that Jesus said would happen in the last days has happened. So there's physical evidence and so much proof in our world that we are near the end. Now the time is to repent people. Repent and confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior and, and confess your sins and give your heart to Jesus because Don't the wait. time is short. Don't wait.
1: Nope. No, you do not want to die without knowing Jesus Christ. Amen. And I guess that's it for our podcast. Yeah, that's Said great. What yeah, we needed to yeah, say we're, we're
0: gonna we're gonna share this on our group. And if you want to check it out, iron sharpens iron. And if anyone has uh, any comments they want to comment on the rapture, uh, we we'd like to talk further about. The tribes that are going to be sealed in the tribulation period yeah. and i believe a lot of those are the israelites that god will save during that time and and many will get saved during that time but you don't want to be around for it because it's going to be horrible but uh, we'll, we'll leave you with uh
1: a prayer i just a like prayer. to close yeah. with a yeah. prayer Let's so close with a prayer yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I just thank you for this time that we've had together, fellowshipping, sharing your word and and your truth. I pray, Lord, that this message reaches all those that need to hear this message, that need to find out who you are, Lord Jesus, and needs to be saved. Lord, I just ask that those who still have doubt or still have questions, Lord, that they can reach out to somebody, you know, that you put somebody in their path that can help them, that can teach them, that can lead them closer to you, to have a relationship with you, Lord. And if that's Justin and I, Lord, I just thank you for that opportunity to witness to people. And Lord, I just thank you for using us as vessels to get your message and your word out there. I give you praise, Lord. You are wonderful. You are such an awesome God. I give you honor that you are. There's nobody like you, Lord. There is no other God. That compares to you. And Lord, I just thank you for all the things that you do and all the ways that you work through us and provide for us and meet our needs. I thank you, Lord Jesus, in your beautiful and precious name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So I'm just going to Throw this out there. My favorite verse is Joshua 1 9, and it says, Have I not commanded thee, be strong and of good courage, be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee, wheresoever thou goest.
0: Yeah, and I'll read my favorite scripture, which is Jer- Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, that says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans not to destroy you, but to prosper you and to give you hope in a future.
1: Amen. If you have questions, if you have comments, if you have ideas for a future episode, please reach out to us. Justin and I can be found on Facebook, uh, Justin Hoffman and Allison Hoffman. Uh, if you want to reach out to us on our uh, email it's Bible Coffee Talk. Have to say it have to say it the way it's written. Bible Coffee Talk, cl- talk yeah, oh, Ira, what are you doing?
0: <laughs> Forget about it.
1: <laughs> Bible Coffee Talk at gmail.com, which is B I B L E C A W F E E. T A L K at Gmail At the end of the uh, description for each podcast, uh, we now have an uh, a question so we will pose a question if you want to check that out just go to the link that is shared uh go to the anchor fm um podcast and you will see a little question mark so click that and read the the question that we're posing and give us an answer
0: yeah and on the post of this podcast we'll share that question with our group on facebook too and you're welcome to Iron iron. iron sharpens iron amen
1: God bless. And what is our closing line?
0: Today is the day the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it.
1: Amen. God bless you, brothers and sisters. Bye for now.
0: Bye bye. Bible coffee talk with the Hoffmans. What? You're still here? Podcast's over. Go home. Go.